Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. Hello everybody, my name is Linnea and I am a registered dietitian and sports nutritionist and I'm currently doing my PhD in public health and looking at sugar policies. So today's podcast, which is on sugar, is a very interesting one for me and one that I really um, have wanted to get my teeth into and share with you for quite some time. So sugar seems to be constantly in the news and leading most of us to think or assume that the UK's sweet tooth is the main cause of obesity. But is this really the case? Do we all need to drastically reduce our sugar intake and go sugar free? Is sugar to blame? Do we need sugar at all in the diet? What happens when you eat too much? Those are all the questions that I'm hoping to answer on this podcast. So to begin with, let's look at the different types of sugar, particularly focusing at the type of sugar that we're eating too much of. So when carbohydrates are classified, they're classified based on their structure. And so actually sugar is is a simple carbohydrate, as it were, which means that it's in the simplest structure of carbohydrates. So it doesn't need much digestion at all. And it's very easily absorbed into the bloodstream, causing your blood sugar levels to go up. And the type of sugars that most adults and children in the UK are eating too much of are these things called free sugar. So free sugar is basically any sugar that is added to a food or a drink. So this can include sugars that come in biscuits, chocolate flavored yogurts, breakfast cereals and fizzy drinks. So they can be added by the food manufacturer or they can even be added at home. It's also important to remember the definition of free sugars. This includes sugars found in honey. And syrups, oh yes, that includes your maple and agave and golden syrups. And also unsweetened uh, sweetened fruit juices, vegetable juices and smoothies. So if sugars found in these food occur naturally, they still count as your free sugar intake. Now there's another type of sugar which is sugars found naturally in whole uh, fruit and vegetables and also milk. Now they don't count as free sugar. So we don't need to be cutting down on these sugars. But it's important to remember that when you look at the label for total sugar, this the sugar that was called intrinsic, so intrinsically still bound to the different cells in the food, is also included in the label. So it sometimes can be sometimes can be tricky to differentiate between the two if you're just looking at total sugar. But the thing you need to be looking for on the label is this free sugar, free sugar information. So why is sugar used? It's interesting because sugar is, is, isn't just about adding sweetness to food. It actually acts as a preservative. So if you think of why jams and chutneys last so long. And it also is used to help deliver particular textures in cakes and chocolates or biscuits. Or add color if you think of the browning of foods. And we are genetically programmed to like sweet flavors, which is why we find sugary foods very palatable from birth. So the idea that some people have a sweet tooth and some people don't actually is a myth. We all have sweet tooths, but actually it might be that one person feeds their sweet tooth more than the other person. But actually, naturally, from birth, we all have a tendency to like sweet food. 
And this is why it's very easy then to overeat sugar. So why, the next question is, why is too much not good? So since the 1940s, actually, it's been well known that eating lots of sugar causes dental disease, and particularly when people don't brush their teeth or didn't brush their teeth regularly with fluoride toothpaste. But even though Today, we, we now know that our, a diet high in sugar increases the risk of tooth decay. We also know that it causes weight gain and a high consumption of sugar-sweetened drinks is also associated with type 2 diabetes. Now, what's interesting is that links between sugar consumption and obesity or conditions such as heart disease have actually been harder to prove. And the reason for this is that sugar is widely eaten and chronic diseases are not caused by one food or nutrient in isolation, but rather a range of genetic and lifestyle factors. So in summary, eating too much sugar is not a good thing. It is empty calories and it does lead to weight gain and also does lead to inflammation. However, it's not the only thing to blame for a lot of the chronic diseases that we are now facing as a nation, as a, as a world. The recommendations for sugar intake. So in 2015, an expert group called SACAN, so the Scientific Advisory Committee on Nutrition, they published new guidance to recommend that we actually need to reduce our sugar intake to 5% of our daily calorie intake. So that should be free sugars. So in practical term, that basically means for a child up to about 10 years old, they need to be eating less than five, four or five teaspoons of free sugars a day. And for average woman, they should be having about five or six teaspoons maximum of free sugars a day. And for men, the target would be seven or eight teaspoons of free sugars a day maximum. Now, the latest government survey on what we are currently eating shows we're a very, very long way away from achieving these targets. And actually only 13% of adults and only 4% of young, young uh, people are actually currently eating the right amount. The rest of us are eating far too much free sugar. And therein lies the problem. So do we need to all be going sugar-free? Absolutely not. I think it's about learning to eat sugar so that you're in line with the guidelines, but not necessarily going rapidly against sugar and looking or looking for alternatives. And this is what I tend to find in my clinical practice is people who are on a allegedly sugar-free diet are still consuming copious amounts of other sugary substances such as honey and agave and maple syrup, which at the end of the day are still sugar. So what I'm going to finish talking about now is actually looking at the different types of sugars and looking at how they size up in comparison to table sugar, as it were. So for example, honey. Is honey healthier than sugar is the question. Well, honey definitely has a reputation for being healthier. And this is linked to the fact that it's got some of these flavonoids, which are thought to be anti-inflammatory. But a good thing to note is that because you're actually consuming the honey in quite small amounts, the amount of flavonoids and minerals you're getting is going to be very much in trace levels. So it's not enough to warrant your consumption of honey. But 
but you might like the taste of honey. And actually, honey is slightly sweeter than sugar. And actually, it has more calories in sugar. So a tablespoon of honey has 64 calories, whereas a tablespoon of sugar would have 48 calories. So it might be that if you use honey, you end up using less to get the same sweetness. So actually, if this is helping you reduce your sugar intake slowly, then that might be a reason to use honey versus sugar. But I wouldn't be using honey because I think that naturally it's the better thing for me to do because at the end of the day, it's still going to be sugar that's going to affect your blood glucose levels to some extent. And again, eating too much honey is not good, just as eating too much sugar is not good. The next one, next sugar I'm going to talk about is agave syrup. So this is a favorite sweetener for clean eating bloggers for sure. So agave syrup is basically made from an agave plant. Unfortunately, because of the way the syrup is made now, it's heated, the plant is heated with very high heat and enzymes. So actually you destroy all the beneficial effects of the agave plant. So what you end up with is a syrup that is low in glucose, which means it doesn't spike your blood sugar levels as much as sugar. And agave Agave syrup is actually 85% fructose, okay, which means that it, it doesn't strike your blood, it doesn't spike your blood sugar levels. But what's interesting to note is that every cell in the body can met- metabolize glucose, whereas not every cell in the body can metabolize fructose. So fructose metabolism happens in the liver in the same pathway as alcohol. So the body can manage small amounts of fructose, and this is why it's okay to be eating fruit, whole fruit, because actually that, that, that has fructose, but it's also loaded with fiber, which we need to eat more of. But when we start looking for sweeteners that are very fructose focused, actually sometimes if we're eating too much of those sweeteners, that can have a negative impact on our, on our liver function, simply not because we're drinking too much alcohol, but because we're eating sweeteners that have got too much fructose in them. So it's really important to note that whilst agave might have a low glycemic index, index, its fructose content might be detrimental if you're eating too much of it for your liver which is never a good thing. The third type of sweetener alternative that I'm going to talk about is stevia. A lot of products nowadays have a lot of stevia so stevia is basically extracted from the leaves of stevia plant so in comparison, the stevia is 30 times sweeter than sugar in its whole leaf form, but we don't eat it in whole, its whole leaf form. We eat it in a very refined form, and that means it's 300 times sweeter than sugar. So stevia has no calories and no effect on blood sugar levels. So it is a great alternative to sugar based on the fact that it doesn't cause your blood sugar levels to spike up and it doesn't count as part of your free sugar intake. However, for me in my clinical practice, I tend to find that because you're replacing sugar with something that is much, much sweeter than sugar, what's happening is you're not addressing that 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 issue that you've actually you're feeding your sweet tooth. So ultimately, you're not necessarily addressing the issue. You're just masking a behavior which probably needs to be dealt with. So I think my take-home messages in terms of sugar intake would be we're all eating far too much free sugar and we need to all get used to having less of a sweet tooth, which means that swapping one type of sugar for another type of sugar because we think it's healthy might not necessarily be the way forward. It's about actually learning how to reduce our total sweet cravings that we have in the diet and looking more to whole foods rather than to kind of foods that have the added sugar in them. 
it's absolutely okay to be eating some foods that have some sugar in, in them. Life's too short not to eat a piece of cake. But it's really important that you still stick within the guidelines and the recommendations for sugar intake, which means that if you choose to eat a piece of cake or have some chocolate, that you're very mindful of the choice you've made and you really eat it and enjoy that food mindfully rather than eating high sugar foods uh, mindlessly. And also the third point, a take-home message is really important one. So I think because people associate fruit with having sugar, And yes, it does have some type of sugar, but remember, it's got the intrinsic sugar that's still intact. It doesn't have an effect on your blood sugar levels like the free sugar. And fruit comes with a whole load of different plant chemicals and fiber that are really good for us. So the message here is still very much that it is okay to eat uh, fruit as long as it's whole fruit. But also remember, vegetables rock too, and they don't have any sugar. For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoy today's podcast and see you next time.